the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 207 of the Heart of LAFC. LAFC podcast. I'm going crazy already here. Over the weekend. Boys, welcome back. We got Tony. We got Bam. The usual suspects doing their thing. I know we're surviving after a tough defeat. You're all still breathing, so that's a that's a positive sign. Tony, how you doing, sir? Mad. Not at our team or the refs, and just the inconsistency. That's about it. Overall, good. And you know, I mean, you did some nice workouts to let off some of that steam. But again, mad just at the refs. Totally understood, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit further of all the drama that happened in that match. Uh, but yeah, let's let's keep this going here, Bam. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Bit tired. Had trouble sleeping last night after that bullshit game that we had. So <laughs> penalty, not penalty. Nine minutes of extra time. I don't yeah. know what's going on. So uh-huh. yeah, total madness for that match. Uh, and we might as well just hit it and move on since there's more important things going on on the weekend. But, uh, yeah, we played Portland, backs against the wall, had to get a result. Didn't quite get a result. Uh, lots of changes, I'd say, a little surprising changes in the lineup, of course, as well. Uh, I think the biggest one is Blackman in goal. Uh, that's, the, that's the biggest one. Uh, Tony, what was your reaction to seeing that change? Um, it was really surprising. I was setting up the flags, and they, they started doing, like, a preview of, like, running their things, and it literally said – starting keeper Blackman, I was like, wait, what? Like, again, I don't have my phone on me. I'm running around doing stuff. So I didn't see the lineup until later, but I was, that was my first coming. I'm like, was that a mistake? Or are they just going through every name? Right. And I walked in the stadium, barely made it in time. Cause I had to work late and someone's like, Oh yeah, Blackman's in the game. And my head instantly goes, Tristan's healthy again. Like it's like my head. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, wait a minute. And then the lineup comes out. Like that's, that's how late I got into it. And dude, he's like a tree. You know, huge, huge goalkeeper. I'm like, well, there we are. We've, we've hit that point. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what else is the surprise to the lineup? Because you could tell it was very different. Uh, there was going to be a different vibe for this match. And so it kind of was. So they were listing it as a 4-2-3-1. Kind of sort of looked like that. Kind of fit the mold. Uh, so you basically you had Ibiaga and Mario anchoring the middle. You had Fall kind of hanging out on the right side uh palacios on the left but you know how high he always plays that's where it kind of brings into that world of well is it really is it really uh your defensive mids were were janela and atuesta which i think we've been looking for for a while like finally we get back to it and atuesta's back in the lineup so that's a good thing uh and then sifuentes uh basically you're attacking mid which i think everybody could agree with as well the outside wings were an interesting play. You had Edwards on the left. You had Ingolina with his first start on the right. And we'll talk a little more about him because I think I was pretty happy with what I saw. And then Orango up top. So that is the lineup that we came out with. A change. Again, I think a welcome change. It's okay. I would have preferred Romero for consistency, but you got to give guys a chance. So there we go. Uh, bam. What was Portland's approach? What did they field against us for this one? So Portland's field against us were as follow. We had Clark, Ben Rankin, Mabiala, Zuperic, Bravo, Paredes, the Chara brothers, obviously, Blanco, Asprilla, Mora, and Dickerson. 
that had 12 <laughs> on the pitch. Oh yes, yes. I see. I see right there the FIFA <laughs> Pro uh, substitute logo for for the Portland Timbers. Uh, I can't complain on that or say anyway. It it, it looked it. It felt it. I think there's no it question. Was it? Of, it was it. Uh, it was it was MLS proving once again that at times it's sports entertainment more than sports. Uh, this was one of those moments. You kind of remind me of those refs in WWF where, you know, hit them with the chair, whatever. You're still going to get to finish this thing. It doesn't really matter. Uh, that's the vibe. That's for sure. So they get into this game. <sighs> Honestly, I was extremely pleased at the way our guys were playing from the get-go. It was very mm-hmm. positive, looking looking energetic. We were pressing them back. They weren't getting much con- continuous play at all from it. They get us on some counters sometimes, but we'd still find a way back in. Early on, the goalkeeper looked like he was comfortable in his position, holding his zone, looked like we were fine. All good. Tony, what would you consider the turning points for the first half? So pretty much it's going to be like a quick one because it was just like 24th minutes as a yellow card on Portland. Like it was for sure. So we thought, okay, this is the, the refs are going to mark every foul. If it's hard, give them a yellow or actually like consider it and stuff like that. Uh, 26 minutes. Uh, Sheesh, I think his name is uh, Sheen. Sorry, um, has a good opportunity, just just narrowly misses it. But he's had so many opportunities throughout the game. It was just one one of many. Mm-hmm. Um, the twenty eighth minute, uh, Palacios gets a yellow card, and again, moving forward, it's like okay, we're calling stuff. We're we're going through it, so it's going to be a very not. You can't be as aggressive as you should be. And then, right after they announce, pretty much two minutes of extra time. Um, Jimmy Chara just like has a nice goal on us and it wasn't even it was like kind of like we were slow to the approach of everything and it just rolls through it and unfortunately Blackman even though he was he is a very big keeper he was just like wasn't on top of it as he should be again it wasn't his fault because he was reacting to the play and he had to bounce back and change direction really quickly and the last one was the 40 minute. There's another yellow card. So, yeah, it, you know, the whole thing, once again, we play, they score. That was our first shot of the game. And it wasn't much of a shot. Let's be real. Yes, it placed into the corner, but there was no weight behind it. There was there was nothing serious looking about the shot, minus the fact that it slowly rolled into the back of our net. For me, the way I saw it, yeah, we let an opportunity go but really i'd expect the goalkeeper to cut the angle a lot better than he did he seemed like he was still adjusting to find his angle and he was overcompensating to the right side and by the time that ball came across his body weight was leaning towards the far leaning towards near post you could say there was no way and he he saw he tried to go against the grain and he just basically flopped flat there was no way to go this direction because of the way he had shifted his body which is poor footwork at the end of the day it's poor footwork and the angle was off. It was off. Uh, not a good start for a good goalkeeper. I feel bad for him in the moment. I know he's better than that. Uh, and hey, once again, a soft one goes in for us. We go to the half. I think everybody a little bit dejected. Bam, what was your impressions of the first half? For the first 44 minutes and 30 seconds, we played amazing. We did play amazing. How we didn't score, how... We didn't put more pressure on the goalie. I don't know. There's not much more we could have done. We played the better in the half. Um, the 
Nagiala, the new new player, he's amazing. Oh, he Angelina? has a lot of promise. Angelina, yep. He has so much promise, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play a full 90. Now, at halftime, there was a l- little bit on there going, why take him off at halftime? He was tired. You could tell that he was tired. To me, that was a perfect sub for him at halftime. He had put in such a good amount of work in that first half. I'm not surprised that he was gassed because he was everywhere. Uh, getting into it, getting hammered on plays. They were beating the crap out of him. Uh, and so he was taking it. You know, the thing is, he, he didn't just roll around. He was taking the hits, and he just kept getting up and fighting for it. One of the hardest workers in the first half, without a doubt. Um, I was a little surprised he came off. I thought maybe, you know, a young kid will recover and be ready for it. But the changes happened, you know. The changes happened. So going into the second half, uh Big changes. So we basically had Farfan come in. We had Kim come in. We had Musovsky come in. A triple switch. You're like, really? A triple switch? Yeah. Uh, and so who came out? Basically, it's strange. You know, Palacios comes out. That I agree with you. because on yellow. I agree Ibiaga with comes out. Okay, that's just... I don't know. I'm not big on that. I'm not big on that. Um, and then... Angelina. So things switch up, of course, when you do that. And, you know, I've always said with Palacios, the last the last few months, I've always seen him as more of a liability than anything else. I mean, really, he does bounce forward, but defensively, it's still kind of out there. Kind of out there. So we make the changes. I mean, honestly, the way I've seen Kim as well is, is he hasn't really held his side that well defensively either. Uh, Musovsky, on the other hand, he we all know he tends to be good as a super sub anyways. Early to make him a sub, but he was in the game. Uh, I guess Bob saw experience, and maybe he wanted the ball held up a little bit more up top rather than just run and gun, uh, which Musovsky can do that. He can change speeds. He can slow things down. He can distribute if necessary. So maybe that's what he saw there. Um, I think Farfan is simply a defensive choice. Uh, he trusted him more to handle what was coming at them on that side of the field. So that that was the change. Uh, Tony, give us the rundown for the second half. So the second half, it goes in like 56 minutes. Moose has a nice banger goal. Um, it comes off of us pressuring them in their def- in their defensive half, making them make a mistake off uh, Kim Moon And Sifu recovers it, gets it right to Moose, and Moose just like, places it perfectly and into the net so it's looking great for us moving forward unfortunately 59th minute Murillo makes a huge mistake and overruns the play and lets the Portland defender just pretty much beat him off the line beat him all the way he has to try to grab him he shoots Um, uh, lucky and unlucky is the best way to say this because luckily it hits the post unluckily it goes straight into um i don't even know one of the portland players names at the moment i don't even remember and he just kind of just pretty much bounces it back in in for uh, another goal yeah that that was uh, a a spria yeah thank you yeah Uh, yeah you know the moose goal I'll, i'll stick with the positive points first the moose goal was was ideal he made the proper run he held where he needed to hold uh, and dude, it was a nice shot to the far post. No question enough weight on it. Exactly what you want to see for, for what made look like an easy finish, but it's not, 
it was it was a really fast paced moment for 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 Moose. And again, he 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 seems to to thrive this this situation where he comes in and has to prove himself for the half. And it worked once again. The passion on his face was just priceless. You know, <laughs> uh, the guy bleeds for it. There's no question about it. So that was good to see. Uh, the real mistake. Quite literally, I've just I've had enough. I'm just gonna say that now. I've had enough. How many points do we have to lose because he has a a brain fart at the end of it? How many matches? You know, off the top of my head, I'm like, well, Galaxy game one. He owns that, right? I think he's had one against Seattle. Definitely, I think Kansas City. Uh, you name it. Uh, it. It's just too many to count for me at this point. It's just, why does this keep happening? Why is it always the same guy? At what point does he get to sit for his actions? Like you can't, you can't play your way out of this. There's more to it. And so in this case, you know, he, he, he plays off the wrong soldier as if it's going to be just a pure intercept, which he never had the angle to do that rather than contain. And it's off to the races. It's nuts. I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. So once again, it happens goalkeeper i'm never gonna fault the goalkeeper on a breakaway ever 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 even if it goes through his legs it's a freaking breakaway anything goes um he tried to play it high i think he was thinking maybe the guy was just gonna power it on him um and the guy took it near you know near post blast i mean it's against the grain doesn't go in but at the end of it it's in the net rebound uh yeah this team you know i i there's at least <sighs> 10 to 12 points, I'd say, that we've thrown away this season because of, of simple errors in the back. Oh, the Atlanta match. That was the one I would blank on. Uh, that if we're in the playoff race, we're really in the playoff race if those mistakes don't happen. Like, we're not talking about on the outside looking in low percentage of making it. We're talking about what seed we're going to be right now if those mistakes don't happen. I don't like pointing fingers, but it, at some point you have to. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. So here we are, you know, uh, losing Secura was big. Ibiaga's come in. Ibiaga's not been a liability at all. He's doing his job where he needs to do his job. You got to wonder, is it going to be Ibiaga and fall? You know, like, wh where do we do next? So here we are. Bam, your take on, on that. The half was, the second half, good goal by Moose. Um, yeah, really stake cost us big. The rebound goal from Esprilla was close to not going in. It was an angle going across the face of goal. That could have got, hit the post and gone out. That could have gone over because it went top. So that was – I'll put it down to a bit of a lucky goal to Esprilla for actually hitting it because he hit it with power, not, um, not where he wanted it. It's, it's been a hard season. It has been a really hard season. You've gotten players that have been injured a lot this season, players that have been out for the season, and you're relying so heavily on kids. The biggest kid to step up has got to be four. Yes, he's made mistakes, but he has been an amazing find for us. I can see us keeping him for a while. I admit, I am on the four bandwagon. I am a four fanboy. I will happily admit that. But he's done everything that we've asked for him. He's done everything right. And you just hope that if he keeps going how he's going, 
He's going to be another Rossi. He's going to go to Europe from us. He's going to go well over there. And that's all that we can really hope for. What about you, Tony? What do you think? I'm the same way. Like, pretty much, like, out of everything, his fall is still young. So it's like his mistakes aren't big, as in he can he can still learn from it. Uh, on the other defenders, they're more seasoned veterans. So they're too much – they're – they, they they should know not to make these mistakes. They should know how to play these all, the whole time. So it's it's nothing on them. Overall, as a team, we just we it's literally all the missed opportunities that we've had throughout the years. Again, we we're in a different conversation if we put away our opportunities and we're, we probably are battling for fourth or third at this moment. You never know. We're in the playoffs that's for sure. But again, it's just this is how the season is. And moving forward, what about you, Joseph? I mean, I knew the game was going to be tight. You knew it was going to be tight. I didn't expect much in terms of goals. I thought it was going to be a lower scoring game because of that. You just can't you can't do anything when two goals are given away. You just you can't survive that handicap. And and we're here again. Yes, we got one. Maybe the penalty should have been, I don't know. I mean, it looked a little sus. So I guess incidental contact is the end of the day. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, it wasn't, he wasn't trying to handle that. It just happened. Uh, but you just, you know, you get one. It's a low scoring game. Ask New England. I think the majority of their games have been by a goal, right? And they're going to probably smash the record playing low scoring games, winning by a goal. Because when you have a normal defense, a normal defense, <laughs> you can be confident that one or two is going to be enough. It's going to be enough. It should be enough. This is football, but we're not there. It's not the reality of where we're at right now. Uh, and it's hard to see because I think we've had a lot of a lot of love for Murillo's play last year. You know, things were good. But this year, he's he's off, you know, and, and we don't have somebody to give him the relief required. You know, we haven't made the moves to make that happen. Uh, we're relying on a, a last minute pick from from New York and a kid out of Vegas. Right. So here we are. We didn't make our, our investments. We didn't make the proper moves, yeah. and, and now we're in this moment. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's where I'm at. It's just like we don't have any way to cover for our mistakes. We haven't adjusted for it. We haven't held certain players accountable for repeated mistakes. And so, basically, now we're the two tragic gaff a game team. No matter how beautiful you play, you're going to fall. Yeah. Like, but the, the, big, the, the biggest thing is football, you know? The biggest thing is you've got players that are making little mistakes every game. Who can you replace them with? Who they'll normally get replaced with at injured. So it's like, well, that's all we can do. Go, okay, try not to make a next game. Make another little mistake. Not back healthy yet. Don't make a next game. Oh, there's another little mistake. It's a vicious circle when you have so many injuries. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're light. We're light. So, you know, you can put your hands up or, or demand better. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? So we're here. It's not like Mario's a kid. No. He's got experience at the top rank. If Fall does this, we go, well, yeah, you know. And then you look on the outside. Palacios is a national player. Is he playing like one for us? Not at the moment. You know, I, it, it's just tough. The back line is, is the Achilles heel. And there's, it, you know, we're here now. So now we got to play Carson on the weekend with this team that that we honestly don't trust anything going on when it's in the back. You don't know what's going to happen next. Even in an innocuous play, you don't know what's going to happen next. And so you're on your edge of the seat hoping you survive somehow or the team gets three. So, hey, we can afford the two mess-ups. 
and we go forward. So that's where my head's at right now. It's not a happy mood to be in, not at <laughs> all. But uh, that's our reality. Um, I'm going to throw this one out to our faithful here because I know they've got plenty to say after this one. Uh, welcome to the show, Kevin Hernandez Rosales. Love it, man. Uh, Marvin Chavez threw it up there. Blackman wasn't very convincing. Was it just me or did he look slow? He looked slow. He looked like uh, his distribution of weight didn't seem quite right there. You know, just angling things a little off. Tense, I guess you could say. Uh, for sure. For sure. It gives me it gives me pause and tells me that, yeah, Romero is the choice going forward. That's what I get from it. Uh, let's see. Kevin Hernandez-Rosas, he years with Marvin. Alan Hernandez saw Blackman warming up, didn't look in form. You start to wonder, yeah. right? Uh, Marvin Chavez, Maria has become such a big liability every game for quite a while now. And the scary part is we're looking for Maria to be the guy back there, the one that leads it back there. Yeah, tough going for sure. Uh, Marvin, where do you have Moon and Farfan to worry about? Now it's Maria and Fall, big mistakes. Fall's made one, one. Yeah. He didn't make mistakes this match. He made the one terrible one against San Jose. Uh, and you got to wonder in their heads, was it a communication background uh, breakdown where Maria was supposed to be the guy hanging back and he didn't. There's something there, right? Why would he do that header? So bigger picture stuff, right? Communication's not there either. Uh, we have no CB depth to take Maria out. Harvey is too old to be starting CB. He's good for 45. Yep. Something, you know, I, I, I could even see him as a, a left back at times to shut things down for 45. 90 is going to be hard for him, but 45, he can give you a good 45. The man's in shape. He can do it. I, I can see him. We're up 2-1, 10 minutes to go. Chuck him in as a fifth in the back. We're there, right? We're there. Yep. Simplify. Simplify <laughs> the game. Get through this. Yep. Uh, we got Gian Mata coming on. Welcome to the show. Says we need experience. Why don't we use Harvey? Like, there it is. Uh, he can give us a good half. There it is. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, you know, it's not like Harvey's a liability. His greatest. So everybody made all kinds of noise about him because he didn't pull up high enough and get into the offense enough. That was the greatest complaint was that, <laughs> oh, well, he's just not generating offense. Who cares? Seriously. If that's back what you're letting you... in in the back, who cares about his offensive output? Hold the hold the game down. Well, I to, when everyone's complaining about he's not putting up offense, we didn't need more offense. We had it. Our already. offense was doing well. We had the best offense in the league that year, and he's getting he's getting stick over over that. Like, ah, uh, yeah. Uh Team Bonilla jumps on. We have to hesitate less and take shots. Dude, yeah, I, I would agree with that. There was one where Edwards was like right there, and I'm like, just hit it, just hit it. And he's like looking for the perfect play, and he puts it back in the middle, and it doesn't do anything. And I can't help but feel like, man, he is so locked into the system that the system over logic at this point. Like, I have to do this. This is what they want me to do. I have to do it. Yeah. I have to do it. And and so he just – he didn't even think. He just reacted like like a machine. Uh, and, and what happened happened, like lost play. And I was I just couldn't help but feel like if he had done that, He'd get he'd be getting so much love today, you know. Poor guy, he works so hard for us, but it doesn't play. It doesn't pay off for him, you know. It's tough. Uh, Jonathan jumps on. Hey, here we go with the hard reality from the one and only Jonathan Reimer. 
Uh, LAFC need four wins and three ties or five wins and one tie in the final seven to make the playoffs. Math. And we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. I got the probabilities out there. I'm going to get stupid boring with all of you for the sake of everyone. Public service, right? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a tough ask, a very tough ask. And Jonathan, you definitely have the magic numbers in front of you here. Uh, we can't lose anymore. We can't afford it. And we're playing teams that have all gotten results against us going out of this. So tough stuff. Marvin, Jonathan Reimer, along with hoping the teams above us do worse. So hard reality check. The teams above us did good. You know, they both got victories, one against Carson. If you're chasing RSL and they get three points and you do what you just did, yeah, you just you threw you threw dirt on your own grave pretty much. Uh, and then Minnesota got their result too. So, you know, right now we're chasing for that seventh spot. That's what we're doing. Uh, I think Vancouver's now above us now too. So, yeah. Oh, and I think just have- San-, San Jose's equaled. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just just ha- just having a look at the our last games. We have one team that's below us and one team that's equal to us. All the rest of them are above us. Hard choices, hard results. Uh, you don't have any options anymore. Now it's the playoffs. It was the playoffs against Portland. It was the playoffs against San Jose, and we got nothing for it. So here we are. Uh, tough reality. So, bam. On that tidbit of loveliness, uh, I'm passing it over to you for some club news, sir. Um, nothing's come out in the last couple of days other than what we saw at the last episode where it was the um, the field had been opening, the new signing, and that's really about it. Um, other than that, we'll, I'll jump into the uh, Rossi recap just huh? quickly. He played this morning for uh, in against Olympiacos in the um, Europa League game. Unfortunately, it was a three 0 loss to Fenerbahce. He did play for seventy minutes, played a full seventy minutes, which is quite good. And going by this rating on Foot Mob, they gave him a six point three rating. So it's okay, but Olympiacos are a good side. His next game will be 7 a.m. Sunday morning for you guys against um, Cassim Parsa at home. Hmm. Okay. So hopefully we'll get another 90 there. Maybe another goal will be good. Yeah, it looks like he's trusted. That's for sure. Getting plenty of minutes. Uh the deal might the deal looks like it's gonna be good, guys. We might actually oh. get a DP sold and we can make some moves. Uh, in, yeah. in my mind, something horrendous has to happen for him to come back. Don't put that. Don't hear it. Juju. Don't hear it. Put ju- yeah. no no bad juju. Other than that, no juju. Other than that, he's gone. He's gone. We're gonna wish him well, and he's gone. There it is. All right. Any other news, sir? Before I get into the playoff spindaloo. And for you, Tony. <sighs> Nothing new. Most of us are going to be at the um, game, so I don't know if there's going to be watch parties. There, of course, we'll post the local bars uh, that are uh, partnered with LAFC. Most likely, they'll host something there. But unfortunately, um, watch parties might be very minimal since most of us will be there. Quite literally, most of us. We have such a huge contingent going to this game. We will dominate uh, in that stadium. I have every bit yeah. of confidence it's going to be all about us. Do we know how many buses are going? I'm not going to say. Let's let's provide a, a gift to Carson. The gift would be a sellout since they don't get those anymore. Uh, 
that's our gift. You can thank us later. Maybe thank us with a TIFO. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, that, we're taking a ton of buses. We're double the size we've ever been. So that doesn't do work. Camp. Galaxy and sellout, that just doesn't go together. Well, no, it's LAFC sellout in Carson. Get it right. This is an LAFC sellout in Carson because they don't do that stuff. They don't do that stuff. They'll get one now. I can't wait. It's going to be beautiful this weekend. We'll get into that. But let's talk playoffs because well, I guess we're still not dead yet. So here it is. We're sitting in ninth place. San Jose is tied with us as well. We have the goal differential on them. They're negative six. We're negative one. Uh, we're nine, six, and 12. Ever thought I'd see that, but here we are. Uh, Vancouver's ahead of us. Yeah, the team that fired Dos Santos. Yeah, they're ahead of us. Oh, and they've played one one less game. They've got 26. We got 27. They got 34 points or negative three. Gorgeous. All right. Uh, the seventh seed, which is Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota has 37 points, negative two goal differential, but they actually have a winning record, 10, 7, and 9. Here's the fun part. Galaxy is sitting in sixth, 38 points. Still looks like striking distance, right? I mean, the Galaxy stopped playing a while back, so <laughs> I'm sure they'll play this weekend, though. It's rivalries. But, what, yeah, they've been, they've been on a... I was, I was, I was keeping an eye on that game as we were playing, knowing that if we had won on the weekend, we could have knocked them out of playoffs, beating them this week. Oh, I know. We we had that all in our our mind as they well, this is the week we pass them. This is the week we pass them, and that that didn't happen. So it's just one we're 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 pacing at this point. So they're sitting there. Salt Lake, yeah, the team we swept this year. Uh, they're in fifth place, thirty nine points. Looking a little too far right there. Uh, so they're looking pretty secure, okay? And you're like, okay, that's cool. What about Portland? Don't bother with Portland. It, they, they're fourth. You're not catching them. It's done. So uh, let's get into the playoff picture mix. So looking right now, uh, according to playoffstatus.com, LAFC has an 81% chance of not making the playoffs, about a 10% chance. Yeah, am I reading that right? 10% chance of getting into the seventh seed, 6% chance of getting to fifth seed. 81 chance of nothing. Okay. You look at uh, the other thing you have to look at also is with that, with that situation, uh, the playoffs are no longer in our hands. We could win out and still not make it. Boom. Okay. That's, that's where we're at. We have to have results go our way already. White caps have about a 15% chance of getting the seventh seed <coughs> Minnesota 18. That's according to playoff status. Not my favorite, favorite location to get stats. I am more into the sports club stats, to be honest. Uh, where that sits for us, they're putting us at 18.1% chance. We've dropped 12, point, 12 points in this last defeat. Okay, so that that is the story, uh, is that the odds are stacked against us. If you're like, what about the other teams according to sports club stats? Well, Vancouver has a 27% chance. San Jose has got a 14.5. Minnesota, the team holding on to the last spot, has a 72.5% chance of making it. Yeah. Uh, Galaxy is about a 79%. RSL is 88%. Okay. So we took the biggest hit on the day with a 12-point loss. Uh, RSL took a 15-point gain from their result. So you see, the odds are now stacked against us. 
we have to pretty much win this thing out to have a good chance to even make it. You saw Jonathan's statements. He says that because he knows the strength of schedule for the other sides and knowing how the results are going to play out. So things could work our way, but it all starts on Sunday. Right? You don't get the result on Sunday. It doesn't happen. All right? So before we get into Carson match, do you guys have any comments on that? Bam, what's your take on the playoff situation? I don't like it not being in our hands. Yeah. You know, we as someone's already mentioned there we've got to win win five games out of eight win those five games right no, the, yeah yeah go win those five games and you're looking at like minnesota for example they've got dallas colorado austin philadelphia us vancouver skc and carson there's some games in there that they're definitely going to win you've got well, they, they're, they're going to smash Austin off the park. Yeah. That's a de- definite win for them. I can just see them just not giving up many points there. So we need them to stop dropping points like there's no tomorrow. That's what we really need. Where are you, Tony? We had an opportunity to have it in our hands. We blew it. Um, hopefully we can make a run like the Cardinals did because – for baseball, by the way, they had like a 7% chance of making the playoffs, and now they are in playoffs going for that wild card. So hopefully we have that same luck that they did, and they, but we need, again, we need we need favors from other teams, which sucks, but that's the reality of playoffs is you, once you don't do what you need to do early on, you have to depend on other teams, and so hopefully we can do it, but there's still some hope. We just got to get three points and take it game by game. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not so um, seven games left. Let me get more accurate with that. It's seven games. What are they? We have five o'clock Sunday against the galaxy in their house. Then the next, uh, well, actually we get a little break and then we come back on the eight, the uh, 16th. We need that break. We really need that break. <laughs> uh, that actually is we're the, the team that benefits most from that lovely little break. Uh, we'll be hosting San Jose with a little bit rest. Hopefully, we've got everybody back for that. Uh, then a Wednesday match in Dallas, Saturday match in Minnesota, a odd Tuesday match uh, hosting Seattle. Yeah, those guys. Uh, and then Monday, a Monday match. What is going on with these schedules? Uh, hosting Vancouver. Uh, and then our final match of the season, regular season, I'll say final match, regular season out of hope, uh, would be us going to Colorado. And I already know there's like an army going to Colorado and to Minnesota. Like there's a lot going. So you can go, go. You're going to have a good time. No matter where we are in the standings, uh, there's an army going out there to show support. So that's real. Uh, you look at the standings and you have San Jose chasing us, the Galaxy ahead of us, Minnesota ahead of us, Seattle clearly ahead of us, Vancouver ahead of us, and Colorado ahead of us. Uh, so, yeah, there's only one team below us, and they smacked us already. So, well, Dallas, I mean, their season's toast. But uh, that might be your one win for sure. Maybe, maybe, but we've lost against weaker sides. So, <laughs> five wins. Five wins. In seven matches. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah. 
It's got to happen. What want to happen to us? The way our season has been, we've been unlucky a lot. It's time for some luck to roll our way. Yeah, we need it. There it is, Tony. Wish upon a star. Wish upon a star. Lucky rabbits fits whatever you need. Just let's go. Dude, I, I swear I'd do anything at this point. So I'll throw it back to the crew. I, I know we usually go later into the comments, but I think it's necessary. A couple things. Reality check from Marvin here. He says, can you believe Vancouver has four less losses than us? I know. I know. It's wild. Uh, Jonathan says, blackout in the park. Uh, we are coming. We are coming. And yes, where you're black. Where you're black. If you're going, you must do so. No answers for butts. Uh, LAFC. So Jonathan, uh, this is his take. He says, LAFC can beat Colorado, San Jose, Minnesota, and Dallas. If we just beat Carson this weekend, right? It always begins with one. It begins with one, right? Because now you know that every game that you play, that team you play, if you don't get a result, they're in the playoffs. You just basically, yep, they're in. They're in. They're in. You start eliminating teams at that point. That's that's the reality of where we're at. Uh, so you're right, dude. Uh, Carson is it. We are playing for our lives, and we have to get a result in a place we've never gotten a win in. So we'd have to make history even to get into the race. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying if you can be there, please be there. Give everything you possibly have as if this was the last game of the season. Look, we've ended two of their seasons already. We've wrecked it. We wrecked them in Orlando in the tournament. We've taken them out of the playoffs before. We've wrecked it. They want revenge. You guarantee that. So it's our job to go out there and take care of business. We'll make a deal. We'll handle it in the stands. Players need to handle it on the field. Simple. Simple as that. Uh, Alan jumps on. He says, Alan Hernandez, beating Carson can get us just the right mindset and momentum cl to close the season. You got to have something to hang on. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Marvin, I don't know if I... If we can beat Colorado, it's tripping me out seeing Beta Shore and Mac doing what they're doing. Yeah, I know. It's it's good for them, honestly. Honestly, good for them. We're the ones that sent them packing. No other way around it. Uh, Marvin Chavez, San Jose has our number this season. They finally do. It's now a, a real rivalry. Right? Now it's real. And they're getting all the revenge they can because... We put some pain down on that team for, for a couple seasons here. Mm -hmm. They owe us a good punch in the arm. There's no doubt about that. We've embarrassed them. We've embarrassed their supporters. We've we've done it all. Uh, so, yeah, they definitely want to give it back to us. Uh, Gian Mata, after we beat SKC, we went on a three-game win streak. I know. It looked good. It looked like we had something going there. And I'll be realistic about it. If our guys would have just played basic, we would have had a lot more. It's giveaways. It's always the giveaways. So and injuries. That doesn't help either. Let's be honest. A lot of guys missing for a lot of these games. Uh Alan jumps on. Football is about having faith. Support is about having faith. It is all about having faith. The 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 odds are long. None of us are feeling good about this situation. But at the end of the day, those that can be there, they're gonna sing their hearts out. We're gonna support our team to the absolute end, to the death. Even beyond it, this is our side. This is who we fight for. We don't turn on them. We don't give up on them. We call out things we don't like, but we don't turn on them, especially on game day. 
doesn't happen. They need your support more than anything else. So I guess this brings us into the bright. <laughs> what a way to transition, but the BNG vinyl club minute, because I think Bam has a song that's more appropriate to the situation we're in. And then we'll lead into Carson. Uh, we're going to say that one for after what happens this game. This one I've so I've decided to change up. Um, I'm going with a band that been around for 20 years, and over the last week announced that they are breaking up. Oh. They're an Australian band. I'm going with their original album, which is the Cat Empire self-titled album, The Cat Empire. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I cut one of the so- the songs off of the album. Uh, how to explain. How to explain the season? It's hard to say. Also got um, one of the songs, one four five, which I think would be a great lineup for us. One at the front, four in the middle, five in the back. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and then you got um, songs like "Hello," "The Chariot," "The Lost Song." These are some. When this song first dropped, they they came out of nowhere. They were an amazing band that came out of nowhere. They announced that. All but two of the be- two of the band members are leaving, so they're going to probably go and do their own things for a little bit. So after twenty years, they're finally quit. So I think it's perfect to bring them up on this show. There, nice, good stuff, man. Go check them out. Out of respect, that's for certain. And they aren't dead quite yet. It's going to happen, but they're not dead <laughs> yet. So there it is. Just like us, not dead yet. <sighs> Lazarus, people. That's what we're looking for. All right, so moving on. We've got the match of matches, you know, our rivalry. Uh, ah, so much to say, so much hate. We know this, but their season hasn't been all that great either. It's a little better than ours, but the reality is it, it, it's starting to turn. So, uh, Tony, give us a recap. What's going on for them right now? So at the moment, they are 11, 5, and 11. So, again, they started off really hot before we faced them. They were on the roll, you know what I mean? People saying, Carson saying what they're like, we're back, blah, blah, blah. But since the last time we faced them, which was the beginning of la- the end of last month, and we haven't seen them since this whole month, they've been 0, 2, and 3. They haven't won one since we faced them. And pretty much they've been doing horribly. Um, I'll, I'll push this to Bam so they can explain they – they surprised lost to yeah they ended up losing the rsl 2-1 on the week just on the day just gone um carla scored in the 45th minute hernandez scored in the 76th minute obviously 90 90th plus five minute winner for julio for rsl nothing better than seeing him lose with one of the last kicks of the game there's nothing better than that that goal was was wicked just, yeah, it was. just filthy, filthy goal. Uh, that little juggle and perfect little arc into that. Ah, uh, it's just gorgeous, gorgeous. Now, I will say this from watching them play, Carson, they generate a lot of opportunities. They're probably more wasteful than us right now. Oh, like, it was the, the stats that came out of that game. Yeah, the stats, it. like I'll pull it up for, it, for everyone to see. Possession, they were up 60 to 40. Shots on shots, they were up 20 to 12 with five on target, four on target. Crosses 35 to 10. They had 35 crosses. Corners are up 10 to 4. 
fouls eight to six with they covered in one yellow. And the the t- total team expected goals one point seven to one point six. Strange, right? Like thirty five crosses, you can score one goal. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm looking here. You know, they had seven shots off target, five on, for that that situation. Um, and then you were talking about their accurate crossing. So I'm looking here, accurate long balls, accurate crosses. Of the 39 crosses, only 11 were accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's it's bizarre. Like they are they are snake bit uh, more than us right now. And it's not like they're just doing a gaff and that's what ends it for them. They're just they couldn't do anything on that second goal. There's no way. There's no way. And then, yes, the first goal is a little bit funky, but it was a point blank header. So of course, yeah. goalkeeper couldn't do much with it, and it 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 barely crossed the line. But dude, it's point blank. Anything happens on a point blank play. So they have to feel snake bit. They have to feel beyond frustrated where they're at right now. Yes, they're losing these games, but it's not like they're getting played off the pitch. They're not. They're not. They still look super competitive. They still look dangerous. They will be dangerous to us. It's real. You know, this is a battle. Uh, throw it out the window. This this is a war. So, ma'am, who are Tony, who would you say is really standing out that's doing well for them and who is his basically become their liability? What's the good, bad, and ugly of this team? It's still the same. Like I feel like they haven't changed since like even last season. The defense is still suspect a little bit. You know what I mean? They will let goals in. They like, and it's not like oh these. Besides that one last the the, the goal that they let in in the ninety fifth minute, most of them aren't too impressive. Um, of course, we have to watch out for Chicharito. He's been on a tear. Like as much as they haven't been doing so hot, and he started off so far, he's coming off. He. He's someone to watch for. In other words, it's if you're looking to pick a player to watch for on them on that team, it's going to be him. And then, of course, Jonathan. At the end of the day, yeah. Jonathan always seems to show up for against us. He's done a good job of neutralizing our players when he does play. When he's healthy, it's trouble for us. I remember multiple games where they just drop back with one deep, right? And it would be him, and it would be hell. Uh, and it, things weren't were connecting when that was happening for us. So. He'll be there, you know, no doubt about, no doubt about that. Uh, what's your take on Hamalainen so far? So that's an interesting little vibe going on there. <laughs> no words. In other words, I'll be, is the best way to say it. It's just not the greatest to me, but. Eh. Who, I, Tony, who's, or bam, who do you think's having a rougher time with it right Hamalainen or Palacios? Oh, I have to be Hamalainen. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not working that great for sure. No, he's. Uh, I think he might be regretting the move. That's for sure. Uh, it's he's had an own goal already. He's he's. It's it's interesting. That's for sure. He gets caught out too, but that's good for us because if Carlitos coming back, uh, <laughs> guess who's getting isolated with him? Uh, <laughs> just saying, you know, it's okay. We know what that guy does. So. That yeah. being said, go, bam, who's going back lineup? with who's the, out? yeah, yeah, go back with um, how Tony was saying that we've got to be careful of Chicharito. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see how many minutes he plays for him this week. So he played 88 minutes yesterday, then got subbed off. So he, he played a decent amount and not much turnaround between games. So it'd be interesting to see if he plays, if he starts, plays a full half or plays deeper into that. 
So that'll be interesting. As for the rest of the team, um, the only person at the moment that's out injured or doubtful is Williams. He's the only one that was it was out. It was doubtful for last game, so he might be doubtful for this game. Other than that, I can't see anyone else missing from their squad. Okay, so they're they're pretty much where they need to be at. Well, yep. Then I'll jump into what we should expect, may expect. Again, this is a team that's in desperation mode. They're trying to find some mojo, finding the way back. They've been going between a four four two and a four two three one uh, system, uh, from what I've seen. To be real, I I would expect honestly the four two three one to neutralize us, uh, t- to shut things down because they actually have two controlling midfielders that honestly should be one of the best pairings in the league. Should be. Has it been? Not always. Not always. So what are we going to expect? I wouldn't be surprised if Julian Bond starts. Why would he not start? Klinsman going to get the nod for this? I highly doubt that. Left back, probably going to be Hamalainen. I know. Uh, center backs, uh, Dupuis and Koulibaly, but could be Steris replacing Dupuis depending on health, depending on situation, depending on matchup. Those are your three center backs. I just think Koulibaly is kind of the guy. Right, he gets the consistency, and then the other two battle for the spot. And then uh, Araujo's most likely going to be your right back. We've dealt with him already. We know what it's like with there. Your defensive midfielders would be uh, Raul Wilson and Dos Santos. I mean, I would do that against our side. That's effective 100%. with those two against us. Why would they not do that? Uh, and their central mid, which is interesting because he's all over the place. And honestly, he could move from here. I don't guarantee he'll be there. It would be a legit playing a central attacking midfield role. Sometimes he plays out the right. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Alvarez on the right side, Grand Sir on the left, probably of the players on the team. I kind of feel that he's one of the most impactful players they've had in a while. Uh, he always puts in a good work rate. Uh, he's always looking dangerous. Always. He's been a good signing for them so far. Uh, Chiturito up top if they play the 4 2 3 1. Not saying that they might switch it up and go 4 4 2 so they can get uh, Jovalic out there. You know, he hurt us already, so why wouldn't you look at him? So that could be a situation where you shift things around. Your other options is you have Vasquez off the bench, you have Cabral, who I know he's gotten minutes against us, right? Uh, so he mm-hmm. could get some time. Uh, Fisher, Saldana, and then Kleschen. Amazing, he's still doing his thing. Uh, but he's gotten minutes against us. So, yeah. and, and done a decent job trying to nullify what we do. So, they have some options. Expect the unexpected with their lineup. I expect shakeups because they're losing. You know, you have to do something to shake things up. We tried ours against Portland. It didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to. Uh, so don't be surprised if they if they do something a little different. Yes, we know the typical. We know the way they like to play. We we know what Hernandez does. He, his job is to be the, the the poacher, the finisher. Is he going to run through three guys and score a goal? No, it's not his vibe. It it's it's if he gets service, he'll burn you. He's been not as efficient as he'd like to be. Let's be real. If you watch the Salt Lake game, there were some others. He should have had more than one in that game. They miss a lot of chances, a lot, but they also produce them. So that's where we need to, to wake up. Will they press our back line? Why wouldn't you? You have to expect this. They're going to be on our tails all game because they know that the gaffes are there. They've benefited from the gaffes in the past. So that's what to expect from them. Desperation. 
They need to get a win here to stay in. They get a win, they're in. They know that. It's done. They they got they need one more. They just need one more. Yeah. And they're they're pretty much fine at that point. They'll make it. Uh for us, again, we can't afford it. The thing is, they don't get a lot of draws either. Uh their record's rather fascinating. I think they only got what four draws on the season. But when you win and lose like that, you generate a lot of points. Five. Five, yep. Five draws. So would my bet be on a draw for this match? Probably not. Probably not. Something's going to give. That's for sure. Uh, for you, Bam, what are you expecting to see from them? I'm I'm expecting for them to just hammer us in the back line. I, I can see them going with the two, the two up front or even three up front. I can I see them because they know that, yes, they win this, they guarantee, but they can also throw caution to the wind. They lose, they're not out. For, for us, it's pretty much win or go home. Yep. So, so I, I can see them. I can see them going to four three three. I can see them changing up a little bit and throwing everything out past to try and destroy us in the back, try and beat us three nil, four nil, five nil. I yeah, can see them the, throwing everything at us. At the four three three, who gets to sit? That's a tough one. You're gonna sit Dos Santos for the sake of of piling on. They've done it before where he doesn't start and then he comes in once they have a lead and then shuts everything down. Like, yeah. So I, I, I can see him not playing the defensive mid, playing, pushing up a little bit further. Or even having um, the jet push up. Yeah. I mean, could you see, could you see where Hernandez is your target in the middle and you have Lejet on one side and, and Jovovich on the other? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's there. It, it can happen. Yeah. This is a perfect game for them to turn around and go, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's push everyone up as we can, and let's hammer their back line. They know that they they want to destroy us at their home. They want to destroy us at their home. They always do. Where it's not as an important game for them as it is for us with playoffs pitcher, they really need to – they can do that. We need to stop that and get the counters and get the goals. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's tough, you know, and for them, they have the lead in the series. They got five wins. We've only got three, four draws in the in, in the mix. They tied us at home. They've beaten us, or they tied us on the road, beaten us at home, so they have the lead in this series. The only way we could take it is if we really take it to these guys and beat them by two goals. Then you take the series. Otherwise, you can draw out the series with a win. Uh, it It is what it is, you know? Uh, backs against the wall. So in that case, knowing that they are a dangerous animal because they're wounded, they're desperate, they need to get that last one, and how how beautiful would it be for them to celebrate qualifying for the playoffs, potentially, while our guys are crying on the field and we're up in the stands stuck? What kind of torture was that for all of us? So, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't they go for the jugular? You expect that from them. Which brings it to us. The guys that have to turn it around. The guys that have to make it happen. And I have every bit of confidence that we can because we run play. If we stay out of the gas, we're there. We, there's not many games we get outplayed. So you already know that. No. The story is that guys are looking like they're probably going to be getting healthy. Bam, is anyone that we know for sure is not coming back? For us, uh, obviously besides... Um... Segura. Uh, Segura. 
and Copo. Copo, Junez. So a, a couple that aren't coming back, but we should hopefully see Vela. Everything's been saying that, that he'll be back. The suggestion, it could be for marketing yep. purposes, of course. Um, I know Marvin, I'll throw it up there. He did the comment. He said, Villa doesn't look like he'll be back. Barely training was not even questionable yet in injury list. So there's a couple things when it comes to rivalry matches, Marvin. You're, yeah. Um, it might not be accurate. Could be a false report. Could He, he could just be hurt in their marketing, marketing. You don't know. In a rivalry match, throw it in the wind. What you do know is that is the target for that game. I would also say even if he does play, there's no way he starts the match. Like, not going to be well enough to play a full match. He's not in fitness. He hasn't got any games under his belt. I think that I think what he is is the in case of fire break glass player. <laughs> if we're desperate, it's a few minutes to go. Our season's on the line, and he could put in even ten minutes. You find a way if 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 he even dresses for the match. And like Marvin's suggesting, it's sounding like it might not be, even though the conversation was, we're pushing for that game. So we'll see that what happens. Uh, with that being said, and knowing that <coughs> he's definitely a maybe, 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 uh, where do you line this thing up, Bam? What are we going to do to counter them? For me, I can see Romero going back into goal. Our back line being Aplacios, Ibiaga, Fall, and I'm going to say Moon. Let's put Moon in there. In our mid, Atuesta, Sifu, Blessing, because hopefully Blessing should be back by then. Up top, if Vela's fine, Vela, um, Chicho, and B Rod. The 4 3 3 returns? 4 3 3 returns. Yeah, I, I would like to see that. I don't know what reality we, we hit that on. Um, there's so so much questionable stuff going on. You know, like, is B-Rod healthy enough to get a start? I think he is. is I think they rested him, right? Yeah. I think he's ready. Is healthy enough to get a start? I don't think he is. He hasn't been the if, same blessing. He yeah. hasn't. If blessing's not, not fine, I'd love to see um, Engel out the new kid play. In this match. Yep. in this match. He showed a lot of problems that first half. Part of me feels that maybe this this interesting lineup we did against Portland is a precursor to how we're preparing to to handle them to load up the midfield a little bit. Right? But you'd have to rely on certain players like Murillo to step up. I mean, do you think Bob would have it in him to not play Murillo at this point? I hope so. I hope it's more you made a massive mistake. You're, you're going to start on the bench. Right. Right. Then do you think that's going to be the story? Probably not. Because, like, l l let's be honest. This is, uh, as everyone says, the Bob out game. He oh, loses. Yeah. We don't qualify. Then we have to do the series. Bob's got to leave. We win, he keeps his role going for, for another week or so. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is what it is. If, he, if we get eliminated from the playoffs with the lineup that we have, with the talent that we have, third highest paid team in the league, there, there's no more conversation. We, we know this thing is over, right? There's going to be massive changes. There has to be. You, you won't accept it any other way. So you go into this match, 
Dear Bob, we know Bob. Honestly, I think he's one of those guys that's going to be like, I know what I'm comfortable with, and if I'm going to go out, it's what I have control of, right? Not a maybe. It's a sure thing. So he's going to put in his sure thing lineup. And what does he think his sure thing lineup is? Five back. I think we go five back again. Back to the five three two. I think he's okay with that because he really, he really, really believes in the wing backs and feels that's how you neutralize a team that's superior. So, Kim on the right, Palacios on the left, Ibiaga, Fall, Murillo. Here we go again. Who's our three in the midfield? Honestly, I would prefer to have a Twesta, Janela, and Sifuentes. And up top, Bryant and Arango. Will that be the lineup? I'm not so sure. Maybe Duke gets something out of this. I don't know. That's what I would think it would be. Tony, where would you, where would you set things up, or where do you think things are going to play out? I pretty much agree with all of you. The, um, I think the one I kind of like I would put in, I say Duke, to be honest. Rather like, than Janela? Yeah, 100%. Um, Janela hasn't really produced. Like He hasn't shown he should be getting the start over um, Duke at all. Like, even if you want to start Janela, then take out Blessing and use him as a super sub for energy later on in the game because we're going to need a lot of energy, especially in this rivalry game. Um, but everything else I agree with. Um, if Vela can play full 90, then start him. But if not, then bring him off the bench. So that's the only thing. That's the only, like, one I'm like, eh, I don't know about that one. But Could you imagine a situation where it's late, we have the momentum, and the guys coming off the bench are blessing and Vela. That'd be perfect, to be honest. Like anybody in the league would not would as much as Vela hasn't been producing as Vela should have in the last couple of years. You take that off. It's what it's what Portland does. You know what I mean with their with Valeri. How effective was Valeri in this game when that injury happened? Very. He immediately went out there, and I'm watching him, and he's organizing the entire back line as if he's another coach. Instantly goes in there. He's like, you here, you there, you get this done, and directing traffic. And you're like, okay. Well, there it is. You know, Now you have Vela coming in. If he's not healthy, not complete, but he can get you at least 20 good minutes, well, it's Vela. You're going to not take that option? Yeah. 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 The Go good for thing that. for us is that we've got a break, what, a 13-day break after this game. We've got a decent break. I expect everyone out there to leave everything on the pitch. After the 90 minutes, if you can walk off the pitch, you haven't given 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no, if, you, if you're if you not in it for this one, you don't need to be here. Like, seriously. This is the playoffs. If you can't step up for this, I've got nothing for you. This is LAFC. The expectations are there. They're very clear. Step up. No doubt about it. They have to step. They don't have a choice. No choice anymore. It's where it's at. Uh, so we'll see. Is it going to be BAM's Psycho 433 and, and all the surprises <laughs> in the world? Which, honestly, if those guys are available and those guys are healthy, to do it, it would be brilliant, right? That would be what we want, right? A vintage, yeah. uh, <laughs> vintage setup. If not, if there is no Vela, BAM, where do you sit? No Villa, it's with you. Okay. 
five three two. It's the same thing. Um, look, Janela's played well, but if Blessing's fit, I can see Blessing over Janela. Blessing hates That's those guys. Thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, Blessing turns into a different player when he plays Carson. He is a different player against them. Something that we all love. Let's be honest. When he when you let him go, stick him in right yeah. back. We know where none of us are happy with this. I'll, I would gets, say, yeah, Blessing is a gremlin. Feed him after midnight. He's playing in Carson. Throw some water on him, let it go, right? Yep. <laughs> Dude, old school reference. There it is. The gremlins are back. Uh, yeah, you know, we need anger. We need somebody that's got it. He's got it. So good good take. Good take. All right, let's throw this out to the fam out there, see where their where their heads are at. Like you said, Marvin, Marvin made the comment that Vela doesn't look like he'll be back. We'll throw that back up right there. Uh, let's hope that it's misinformation more than anything else or just – they're letting him ease in today uh, as they go. We'll see. Uh, it, again, that's definitely going to be a game-time decision. That's going to be a lot of dramatics for sure. So Marvin threw up his lineup as well, and you will not be surprised at what we see. Uh, it looks pretty much like what we've all got. I think there's consensus here, which is pretty wild for us. Uh, Romero in goal. Moon, Fall, Mario, Ibiaga, Palacios out in the back. Janela, Sifu, Atuesta. And Arango Rayito. Yeah, so it's exactly what we what we threw out there. If somebody's got something different, please do throw that that way. Um, again, your comments are always highly, highly, highly encouraged. This is our community. This is what we do. Uh, always, always, always. You know, we live and die on what you guys bring to us. So, all right, running down. Carlos C says, uh, Vela would at least draw defenders away from Arango. I feel like Chicho gets a lot of attention now. Chicho gets beaten up all game and he takes it, which is wild. Like he, he's not, he doesn't react. That's the thing. He doesn't get nasty against other players. He doesn't let him get under his skin. And you could tell that the defenders in this league are testing. If he's got uh, a streak in him and what's great is he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get caught in that, that nonsense. He doesn't lose his cool. He just plays his game. It's, it's really fascinating to see true professional. So, yeah, if he gets openings, even with B-Rod out there, he gets more of an opening. I mean, what we saw from B-Rod against the Galaxy the last time we played them was his best game he's probably ever had for us. Mm-hmm. It was the best game he's ever had for us. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, no, Nothing even close. If that's what you're going to get for, from B-Rod on this day, and now somehow Vela's on that other side and they've got to now respect him, they're going to be in a world of hurt on that back line. We haven't been able to see all three of them healthy at the same time or even with enough energy to get the job done. Atlanta, there were issues there. And again, it was what, like game one or something for Arango? Barely in the lineup and he's he's doing his thing. So now Arango knows the pace of the league. B-Rod knows what he's got to do. You got to hope at some point we get some minutes from Vela and the dramatics are there for sure. Uh, Marvin... Marvin Chavez says, I'd prefer Blessing over Janela if he's healthy enough. See, that's my take too. Is is I want if if Blessing can play this game, he has to play. He has to play. He's 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 our talisman in these rivalry matches. He's the man. He's been through it all from day one. Right? He's the spiritual leader of the 3252, you could say. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question of that. Everyone's favorite player is Blessing. When you ask, who's your favorite player? 
Blessing, who's your next favorite player? Well, Blessing, you know, I mean, it, 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 he is who he is. And then you get the Vela conversations, right? But everyone loves Blessing. Everyone knows why. He leaves everything out there. So if he's good, he's good. I'm with you, Marvin, on that. No doubt. I just, uh, I was just seeing how much pain he looked like he was in against Portland, right? It just seems like there's something there for he, sure. He, he bleeds for the club. He does. Pure simple. He bleeds for the club. He's the one where I can see if he gets his wife over here and all that kind of stuff, if the club's looking at signing another big name player, go, hey, blessing. When you just take a little pay cut so we can sign this player, Blessing will be like, yep, okay. He's a type of player that will give everything for this club, which not you don't see many people do. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, it, there, there's that thing. And, and you can tell also the locker room mindset and the way players react to him. There's something about him, you know? Uh, we just, we need it. I mean, that's for sure. Uh, GN Moth, ooh, this is a tough one. Do you think that Bob knows that this is his last season? He knows he's on the on the hot seat for sure. Um, I think he knows he's on the hot seat. He also knows that he's still highly marketable to other teams. So if he leaves us, he's fine. There won't be a problem for him. I think it's do we know what Bob wants to do next? Even if we get into this and do what we do, is Bob going to continue on next year? There's no conversation. His contract is up. He could be leaving no matter what right now. This could be his swan song. This is his last run with us. We don't know this. Happy, sad, whatever you want to say. The man has done a lot for this club, a ton for this club. We've got a supporter shield. All right. You got to respect what he's done in the past. As much as he drives us crazy at times this year, at the end of the day, he was our first. He was our guy. He's the guy that built what we have, that brought in the players with, with John. You know how magical year one and year two were. So now he's here. What's he going to do? If he gets us into the playoffs, I think he's gone no matter what because you leave on a high. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think our it's more of us. Do we know what's going to happen with him next? Uh, Marvin throws out, I agree, Carlos. Chicho has like three defenders on him constantly. Same with fall on corners. They, dude, they know they know where the talent is. They know, They know where the threats are. Yeah, I agree, Marvin. You know, it's they need they need some some room. If they do it, we're gonna be doing pretty good. Hooling uh, Knox. All I'm saying is I'm not expecting much, but hoping for a lot more than what we've been getting. Same here, man. They've got to be pissed after the last game. There's got to something's got to be got to give. There's there's some anger there. It can't only be Raheem showing passion all the time. They gotta all be feeling it at this point. That's for sure. Uh, Marvin, we need Raito in the Carson game because you know they're they're terrified of him. He pulls players away with his pace, dribbles, and he opens up Arango. Exactly. We have if I, I think Brian's healthy, right? Nobody's saying otherwise, right? He's good to go. Yeah. I know hamstring was the issue why we were resting him, I and mean, it looks like we kind of gave him an extra game anyway. So I, I think he's good. I think it's going to be good if he plays. So Jonathan Reimer comes in with a lineup choice. And he's kind of switched wow. it up there. I know. In goal, he's got Jamal. Interesting. Uh, then he's got Palacios, Fall, Murray, Moon. So four. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yep. two, three, one. He's got uh, what's Westa. And Sifu. And Sifu. 
Okay. And then B-Rod, Duke, Vela, Chichu. Chicho. So Vela's your target or Vela's your attacking? Chicho's your target. Chicho's a target. So Vela's your attacking midfielder. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I I could see it if we if those guys were healthy and we played that system, just switch Romero in my opinion. But you never know, right? Don't let them be comfortable with what we got. That's for sure. Good stuff, Jonathan. <laughs> Hooligan Ox says we truly need a blessing. I agree, brother. I agree. We need a blessing. Carlos say, Carlos C says they need to work on some pick plays for fall. Portland was making sure they didn't lose sight of him on set pieces. The best pick play is having somebody else that's effective. They can put one in the back of the net like Mario. Right? You need somebody else to get yep. one in. That's for sure. Marvin Chavez. I've been wanting to see a 4-2-3-1 from LAFC. I wish we can get a destroyer central defensive mid to pair with the Twesta. Yeah, I mean, Janela did, you know, okay. But, yeah, you want somebody mean and angry. I agree. We need we need somebody with some guts, dude. If we even had had Judson from from San Jose next to a Twesta, how effective would that be? That would have been nice. Would have been nice, right? right? I mean, even him. So, well, I mean, he's a good player. I like what he I like what he puts out there because again, physicality wins the day in MLS, especially in the playoffs. You have to have somebody. Look, you got Chara on Portland beating the crap out of us all game, and nobody can really reply. Do they get away with what they get away with if we have an enforcer? No. No, they don't. So, yeah, I dig it too, Marvin. And, and I do think the 4 2 3 one's probably our best lineup when we get everybody back. I do. Because that also lets B-Rod play farther back on the left. And that's his, his sweet spot, you could say. So, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, Marvin Chavez, Sifu is closest to that. Right? But he we need him more high up. He, he's more effective higher up. So... It's tough. Uh, Gian Mata, if we don't make the playoffs, I gladly accept Carson not winning the cup as a consolation prize with a defeat in their house in our goodie bag. Exactly. So in the world of football, primary target, go for the cup. Secondary target, screw up the team that's your rival. Mm-hmm. That's your two worlds. There's nothing better than that, right? So if I can't have this, I have to be my rival. Even if I win the cup, if you're not handling your rival, that's the conversation more than anything locally. No, we still got them. And it it tears at you. As an LAFC fan, you guys, I know we all feel this. There's pain there. There's anger there because we haven't done what we've needed to do with that team, even when we know we're better. So here we go again. You know, this is it. If we can do this. No matter what happens for the rest of the playoff run, if we get in, get out, doesn't matter. We screwed those guys up, right? So there's something to hang on to for next year. Definitely want to make the playoffs. Do both things. Get in there and make it happen. But I like the consolation. Yeah, Gian Mata's on point there. Hooligan Ox, 100%. Yeah, right? If you don't get it, then you get those guys. Let somebody bleed for this season. That's for sure. Let them feel it. Let it out on them. Which I don't put it past this. If we get one early, then we go on these guys. We go to the speed bag, you could say, right? Like, just <laughs> yeah. let it go. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Marvin says, I know we aren't getting far this season. I just want to end higher on the table than the Galaxy. 
I never want them to be above us. I agree. Ever. Ever. I don't want the conversations. I don't want any of that. I want them to be irrelevant. That's what I want. I don't care about a good rivalry. I just want to beat them. Right? I have no love for them. Why do I care what they do? I just want to beat them. I'm with you, Marvin. Good stuff. Uh, bam, any other takes you, you see there? Want to jump no, in on that's this? What I see. No, like, I agree with everything. Like, with Marvin, like, yeah, they're down the street. I would rather us win the Battle of LA than the Battle of MLS. Make sure if we can't win the Battle of MLS, let's make sure we win the Battle of LA. Just show them that they're irrelevant in this city. They can talk about the history, they can talk about this, they can talk about that. They'll be irrelevant. Once we quite literally have everything else, right? We're the ones selling out the stadiums. We're the ones investing in this city more than anybody else. Like, come on, they're not. Uh, We're the guys. The locals love us. The city loves us. We look at downtown every game we play at home. You got everything you want. There's one thing you don't have. The sporting rivalry. On the field, we haven't got the job done. It's the last step. If you can have all that other stuff, and then you take the sporting sporting rivalry as well, they're a distant memory. If you don't think they're selling games now, which they're not, just imagine if they're the the second fiddle continually. Because right now, we are. Because we're not getting the job done. That's hard truth. And at the end of the day, you're only good as your last match against your rival. Don't care about the history. It's that one. It's the last one. That's what you hang on. So there's my take on that. Uh, so at this point, thank you guys, everybody, for your comments tonight. I know we're kind of in a rare a rare vibe right now because of where we're at and how things have been going. Uh, but at the end of the day, and I see it from everyone on here, the love is still here. We're at 10.49 p.m. while we're recording this thing, and you all are still on there doing your thing, watching us, showing us support. And talking about the club you love. That's the passion. The passion is there. We see it even in defeat. The passion is there. So for you guys, nothing but love. On that note, it is time for our final thoughts. Are we really there, guys? The final thought of the day before we go into a Carson match? Like, wow, we're there. <laughs> it looks like we are. I, I think because the way the season's going, everyone's feeling fairly flat. <laughs> <laughs> As we explained last episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so on that note, they're looking at me like, you're not going to pick me, are you? I got to pick one of you guys. So I'm okay, figuring first. the guy. Oh, Bam's oh, ready. Wow. Go for it, brother. Yeah, I'm joking. Final throw of for today is let's go down to Carson, let's jump on the buses, black out Carson, show them who, who is LA, show them why we are LAFC, show them that there's a reason why we sell out games. There's a reason why players want to come to us. Now, if everyone wants to have a good laugh, the A-League announced a new logo change the other day. It's horrendous. It is absolutely horrendous. If you think that the the Chicago Fire rebrand was horrendous, no, this is horrendous. Think the Montreal rebrand was horrendous. No, this is horrendous. It is the worst logo I've ever seen in the world of football. It is absolutely horrendous. So you want to go have a laugh to lift your spirits? Go have a look at that. I am really, really, really shocked that you haven't put this image up. 
I really I'm am. I'm ashamed. <laughs> Is it really that bad? You see, yeah. I'm one of these guys that I don't give them anything. I won't give them clicks. I won't give them any. Like, I'm there like you're dead to me. Right? I only got to watch you because I got to figure out what you're going to do against us. But outside of that, like, they have this sponsor, this chicken joint. I'm never going there again. They've made their choice. They've made their lot. They're dead to me. That's how I am with this team. So we'll see it when it happens. Let's just hope Vegas can actually play competitively against them at one point. Just a thought. That's the new A-League logo. What is that? Yep. What? It looks like a slash and then like a circle. Like yeah. A... Wait, that's your league? Yep, that's the Australian A-League new logo there. Wait, next. wait, wait. You have a toilet bowl for a trophy. Yep. And if y'all haven't seen that, go check out the toilet bowl trophy because it's 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 the greatest. Fans wear toilet bowls in their supporter section on championship day because it looks so similar to it. And I was asking Bam, watching the final, like, why are these people wearing toilet like bowls? Not bowls, but but the, the seats, the toilet seats. It looks like a toilet seat. Uh, what, Bam? What what is what's the inside joke? I don't get it. And you like just look at the trophy. I'm like, it can't, it can't be. Okay, so the A League is falling apart. That's beautiful. Uh, I don't understand <laughs> that at all. All right, all right. Uh, if the new signings that just got announced today by one of the teams could mean that Villa could be on the way over, you know, <laughs> you love that rumor. Oh, I love that rumor. I'm gonna run with that rumor until he comes. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it, man. I just don't. Um, if he's healthy and we pay him right, he stays. We all know this. I still, I still have the feeling Vela's back next year. Like, no matter what we t- what we say right now, it's it's all posturing, and the dude's back next year. Right? Definitely. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, Tony, I guess it's your turn to to do the talk. So, pretty much, let's go beat Carson and destroy them. And end their season they can talk about history and they can talk about all this but the the closest thing i could get to anyone to understand this is liverpool has history even irrelevant for how many years till recently that's how i feel about carson all they have is a name for the longest time all they have is a name and then it was manchester united the man cities came up the chelsea's the arsenals and stuff like that so History only says so much. You can have a whole wonderful history, but if you don't keep it relevant in in the same century, in the same decade, then please just just don't talk. Go away, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Be safe out there. Um, As Jonathan said, watch your gear, watch your family. Be respectful. And again, don't go down to their level. It's not worth it as much as they're looking for something, so don't do that. uh, on my other note, it's National uh, Pod Day. So just showing support to all our, our pod fan pretty much everywhere. But go listen to them. They ha- It's it's a different take on a lot of things, a different way of the way they talk about LAOC and stuff like that. But it's always good to see the different sides of, all our, of LAFC, of how everyone thinks and stuff like that. So... Support the pod, support every pod that you listen to from murder to comic to whatever. And on that note, 
that's my final say. I have the floor. Thank mm -hmm. you, sir. On that note, with International Podcast Day, I'm like international. You want to sing that? It sounds so funky. <laughs> uh, I want to give a I, I want to give a, a shout out and and our love to uh, Araceli Villanueva, uh, who was the first to bring us up for podcast day. Um, shouting out most of the LAFC podcast, which was super cool from her to be jumping on and go, hey guys, it's International Podcast Day. So thank you for that. Um, shout out to Jerry. I saw the throw the drink up from him as well. Uh, some love before a rivalry match is always a good thing. But yeah, to all of you guys who put your podcast up, no matter how crazy they get, how wild they get, thank you for being you showing how diverse our supporter culture is. We don't have to rely on some writer for the LA times to carry us. Our fans do it for us, right? We do it. It's natural. It's, it's us. It's the fans that make it happen. We got Max. We got Vince. We love you guys. But they're part of the pod fam, too. It's the fam. And that's the truth of it. The podcast community is a family at LAFC, just like the supporter section is. It's tight. Why? Because we're a community. This is Los Angeles. This is how we're built. Everyone mixed together, doing what they got to do to survive. But at the end of the day, we are still a strong community. Wins, losses, it's there. So no matter what our rivals say to us, or they claim that they're defending Los Angeles, even they don't play here, all you got to do is look into the stands. All you got to do is look around the town. And you realize no matter what happens on the day, L.A. is still black and gold. There's no question. I, I could sit on that, but I won't. I'm going to keep going. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout out to the 3250 and everyone else that's braving it in Carson. Braving it. I know. It's just Carson. I'm saying that because you got to keep your heads for this game. Things have been a little bit chippier than normal since we've all come back, right? Since the stadium's opened up. Damage has occurred. Crazy things have happened. Some folks are acting real desperate over there right now. Uh, so on your end, watch your heads. Travel together. Don't get isolated on this trip. Don't damage their stadium like they've done to ours. It's tempting. But it benefits no one. Go there for the football. Go there for the camaraderie. Give everything you have on the day. Don't waste your energy on damaging things. That's not how Angelinos are supposed to do things, right? We build things up. We don't break them down. So go out there and show what you got. Uh, at, at the end of the day, again, it's us. We'll be who we are. We'll get, we'll get there. Of course, tradition dictates as we end these episodes, as we always do, to say those special words. Right, gentlemen? It's what we are, always do. So on three, one, two, three, stay, stay golden. golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs>